So we're up to Dafav Amit Aleph. Let me explain what this entire Daf is doing. It's not complicated. It's quite simple. It's like a formula. The formula is like this. We started with the Mishnah of Arba Avis Nazikin, and we said Avos implies that there are told us. So basically, everything's Chayiv. Everything that's alluded in the Mishnah is Chayiv because it's either an Av or a Tolda. That makes sense. Then the Mishnah said, these Avos Nazikin, the, the Tzad HaShavah Shavahen, the, low, the common denominator of all these things is that it's property of yours that does damage, so too you have to pay. The Gemara understands that those words at Tzadah Shavah is alluding to cases, that there are some cases that the Mishnah, is a case at least, that the Mishnah did not refer to, that is Chayiv, but not because it's an Av or a Tolda, but because there's a Tzadah Shavah. A Tzadah Shavah means that it's not exactly identical as A, right? It's not like A, because A has a uniqueness. But it's not like B, because B has a uniqueness. But A and B share a common denominator, that is that it's damage and you have to pay. So too there's this magical case that alluded to in the Mishnah, that it's not exactly a Tolda of A, it's not exactly a Tolda of B, but you're Chayiv because it's Tzadah Shavah. So the Gemara is basically going to try to figure out what exactly is this case, because... Everything that should be chayiv is a tolda, so it's already alluded to. What is this case that's not a tolda but still chayiv? That, oh, that's an av and a tolda like hundred percent equal. Correct. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Well, it's not. It's just not. It's not that it's ten percent. It's that the result is hundred percent guilty, but it's not a tolda of A and it's not a tolda of B, but it has a common denominator. Basically, what's the case where something's chayiv? But it's not a tolda of either A or B. It's a tzad shava. It's included in this common denominator. So the Gemara wants to know, what exactly do the words at tzad shava and what do they include? Because if something's a tolda, it should be chayiv because it's a tolda. And if it's not a tolda, then why is it chayiv? So the Gemara says, Lasuye, the case of the Mishnah that it's alluded to, is avnoi sakinoi umasoi shenicha beresh gagoi. You put a backpack, or you put a knife by a window still. Vinoflu baruch matsuya. And a wind blew it out, and they caused damage. So the Gemara understands that you're chayiv in that case, and what's the source? From the words at Sadashava. Here's the problem. In those cases, right, I left a backpack on the top of a roof, simple wind blew it off, not like a hurricane wind, regular wind blew off and hurt somebody. Here's the issue. We sort of alluded to this already in the last couple of them. If it hits someone directly on the fall, that's a tolda of shar, that's a tolda of ish. So it's not a tzadah shava, it's a tolda. Because Aish is where you did something and the wind carried it. So this, I put something and the wind carried it. That's a tolda of Aish. If it fell on the ground and then someone hurt themselves. So if I'm mafkarit, it's a tolda of bar. If I'm not mafkarit, it's a machlaikis, either tolda of shara, tolda of bar. But whatever it is, it's a tolda of something. So you're telling me this is the case where it's not a tolda. Why not? Isn't it either a tolda of Aish, a tolda of bar, or a tolda of shara, depending on the situation? So... It should be chayv because it's a tolda, not because a tzara shava. As the Gemara says, so the case of hechidami. What's the case? If it hits someone on the way down, meaning it's not that it fell and then someone hurt themselves. It hits someone on the way down. Hainuish. That's exact tolda veish, and therefore it's not chayv because it's a tzara shava. It's a tolda. Meaning, what's the Indian of Aish? Is the koyach of If you created something and then the wind carried it to cause damage. And you're responsible. That's a tolda veish. So why why does it include in tzadah It should be included in a tolda. Okay, let's keep going. Ella The cases where not that the item the item didn't hit someone on the way down. It fell on the ground. 
And then someone tripped on it and someone hurt themselves. Well, w- what is the situation? If I'm already mafkarit, meaning it gets to the ground and then I'm mafkarit, isn't that bar? Meaning, Rav and Shmuel argue in the following case. I take a knife and I place it on Main Street. So if I'm mafkarit, everyone agrees, I'm chayef bar. If I'm not mafkarit, it's either bar or shar. Okay, but whatever the case is, yeah? Why are you using the example of does it have to be something like that? Like, what if it's a book? Yeah, no, no, no. I just like pick knife because it's just, uh, yeah, it could, it could be a backpack. It could be anything that hurts somebody. I just pick knife because it's just a pretty uh, obvious well, like, case. Because my, 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 my point is asking because a book is just, uh, no, no. you could find something just like any day of the week. If, if you like put that. something that could trip somebody, that would be the same thing. It doesn't have to be a specific item. Anything. You put something down there that causes someone to stumble. It, the, when is it in the individual's... Um, um, you shouldn't be leaving a book in the middle of a place where people are walking. That's the point. If you, not, it might not, but in this case, it's not, it's not done on purpose. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you put something there that someone trips on, you're going to be chayv. So the point is, if you put that item on the ground, if you're mafkarit... Again, they're arguing in a case where you put it on the ground. So over here, it started on the roof and then fell. Okay, fine. But if you're mafkarit, it's bar. It's a told. Just like bar is your creation and it causes someone to be injured and you're responsible. So to over here. So the case is okay. The 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 book the book fell. The knife fell. The backpack fell. I wasn't mafkir. Then someone hurt themselves. Shmuel still feels it's bar. So the question is basically, you're telling me this is the case that you're chayev because it's from a tzara shava. Isn't it a straight up tolda? The answer is no. Really the case is where you put a, something on a roof, it fell down, you were mafkarit, and then someone hurt themselves. I thought if you're mafkarit, it's bar. The answer is no, no, no. The case of Rav and Shmuel, that they said that if you're mafkarit, an item, it's bar, is where you placed it on Main Street, in the spot that it hurt somebody, you placed it there, you're mafkarit, that's a straight up tolda of bar. Over here, though, because I left it on the roof and it traveled through the wind, mm-hmm. it's not exactly a Taldav bar. Now, it has some bar-like qualities, but it's not exactly a bar. It has some ish-like qualities. Hatsara shave shebehen. That's the point. That's why it's a Tzara shave, because it's not exactly a Taldav, because it has a quality that bar does not have, which is that it traveled based on the wind, as opposed to bar, which is it's exactly where you set it. Well, so, what's the because if you're not mafkir, then it can't be bar. Bar doesn't belong to you. Bar doesn't belong to you. So for, for it to be like bar, it has. How does how do you you can't own you can't own emptiness? It's in Rosh Hashanah. I dig a pit in Rosh Hashanah. How does it belong to me? The point is it's a hefker, but the Torah makes you responsible. So bar has to be hefker. That's the point. So the Gemara says, loyelam dafkarinu. Really, you're mafkarit. I the bar. So you say if you're mafkarit, it's a told of bar. The answer is no. It's not exactly like bar. Why? With bar, there is no other element that's included. With there's no wind, there's no flying, there's no moving. It's exactly just the way you did it. So therefore, it's not exactly the told of bar. I, so you'll say. So then, that should be potter because the wind carried it. The answer is 
Yeah, but in that regard, it's similar to Eish. But it's not exactly similar to Eish. Eish echiach. Mala Eish and Kain Darka Lelechalahazak. Yeah, but it's not like Eish because Eish, it's normal for it to travel and hurt. This is a knife where it's not normal for it to travel. Bar Techiach, but it's similar to Bar. The Chazar Adin, and that's the Hatzad HaShavah. So the, basically, this answered the riddle, which is we're looking for something that's similar to a couple things, but not exactly a Tolda. And that's the case. We're going to go through a couple more of the Daf. That's basically what this Daf is doing, at least for the first Amin and a half. Rava Omar, another answer. Very similar, but instead of a book bag on the roof that flew over, here's the case. I put down a knife or a book or a rock or whatever in Rosh Hashanah, and then someone kicked it. And people are kicking it, people are kicking it, and then a block later, someone hurts themselves. So it's not exactly a tolda of the Gemara is basically going to get to. The Gemara is going to say, isn't it a tolda of the bar? It's not really, because a bar is where I placed it. Over here, it had to travel. But it's similar to bar, but not exactly a bar, but it's similar to age, similar to Karana. Hatsara Shava. So the Gemara is. The difference is that here it's not the wind, it's people kicking. But it's the same, yeah, it's exactly. Lasui Bar Adam Bragli Behem. The cases where you place something down and then people kicked it, people kicked it down the road and then someone hurt themselves. Well, the Gemara says, hey, well, what's the case? If you were mafker this item, isn't that a straight up told of bar? So why are you telling me it's chayv because it's not a shav? It should be chayv because it's a told of bar. Why isn't it a told of bar? The answer is okay. You're not mafker it, but Shmuel still feels that it's bar. So why isn't this a told of bar? The answer is really you're mafker it. Aye, and if you're mafker it, why isn't it a straight up told of bar? This is of Garmulite. The bar, your actions are the only cause of this item to exist. But over here, over here, you need people to kick it a couple blocks. So it's not exactly like bar. So it's not exactly like bar, but you can't exempt it because it's kind of similar to Shar because the Shar also moves. Yeah, but it's not exactly like Shar. Shar, it's normal to attack. So you go back and forth, Fine, that's a tzadashava. That's the second answer. A third answer. He feels the case of the Mishnah that said a tzadashava, which is not exactly a tolda, but still chayiv, is not a case of what we said before, but rather it's the following concept. The halacha is that if someone had wastewater, they had a toilet, whatever it is, Chazal allowed them to pour it into Rosh Hashanah because they didn't have a place to pour it. And you, couldn't want, you couldn't pour it into your garden. They didn't have plumbing. So you were allowed to pour it onto Main Street, but only during the winter. During the summer, you were not allowed to because during the winter, everything was snowy and gross anyway, so just throw it on. It doesn't make a difference. So you had Rosh during the winter, no Rosh during the summer. The case is it's during the winter. I'm taking my toilet and I'm, I have permission to throw it on Main Street, but I throw it a little bit too much zealous and it splashes all over your suit. So is I have to pay. That's the case of the Mishnah. So that's the case where it's not exactly a told of any specific thing, but you're chayef. So the Gemara says, the case is like this, The case is, Chazal said, which is you could open up your sewers, and you could throw out your wastewater, not during the summer, because during the summer, Main Street is clean, and they don't want you to ruin it, but during the winter, you have permission. But says the Gemara, but even during the winter where you have permission to th- spill the wastewater into Main Street, if you cause damage by doing this, you have to pay. That's the case of the Mishnah. So it's not exactly a tolda, but you're chayiv. So the Gemara says, well, why isn't it a tolda? 
Well, one second. Did the wastewater, did I spray, did I throw the toilet straight onto you where it didn't even rest on the ground, it went straight from my hands to you? If I did that, um, uh, that's Adam, right? Well, if I go over to you and I punch you in the face, I'm chayv because I used my force to hurt you. So over here, I took wastewater and I sprayed it in your face. I sprayed it into your suit. That's Adam. So why, why is that a, that's a tolda? Now the case is where I spilled it on the ground, then you slipped in it. Well, okay, well, here's the question. Now, the assumption is that when you pour wastewater into Main Street, you're mafker it automatically. So it's a case of hefker. So Isn't that bar? It's a tell of bar. Let's say I, for some reason, I said, I'm not mafker this wastewater. I like this wastewater. So, isn't Shmuel still feels bar? I mean, basically, what exactly, how is this not a tolda? If it sprays directly from my hands into your, onto your suit, that's Adam. If it falls on the floor, that's bar. The answer is no. Really, it's on the ground, and then someone, now I'm after, and someone trips, and someone slips in it. So, isn't that bar? The answer is it's not exactly bar, I'll tell you why. Bar, you have no permission to do it. You're not allowed to go onto Main Street, halachically, and start digging a hole. You have no permission from Chazal to do this. Over here, I have permission to put this wastewater onto Main Street. So the reason why it's not exactly bar, Chazal permitted me during the winter to do this. I'm allowed to do this. So yes, you hurt yourself in it. You slipped in it. I understand. I'll pay. But it's not exactly a told of bar because bar, there's no permission to do this action. Over here, there is permission to do this action. So you'll say it's not exactly bar. Okay, but you know what it is similar in, in that regard in the permission to an ox you're allowed to own an ox, right? No one would have an objection of you owning an ox, but it's not similar to ox because an ox goes to damage. That's the case. The Gemara says, but it's not exactly bar. Why isn't it a straight up told of bar? Because mala bar shekin shaloi brishus. Bar is, you don't have permission to dig a bar. Timer bahani shibrishus, as opposed to this, go to the next page, which is permission. Okay, so it's not similar to a bar. So you'll say your potter, but But in that regard, it's similar to an ox. An ox, you have permission to own and you have to pay. Malashar, oh, but it's not similar to a shar exactly. It's not a told of shar. Because the shar travels to damage. Bar techiach. But in that regard, maybe it's more similar to bar. So it's neither. The chazer adin. Fine, that's the third answer. That's the third answer. The fourth answer is as follows. The case is as follows. Let's say you have a wall. Your house wall falls over. And the case is where it was a healthy wall. It was an earthquake. And it hurt somebody on Main Street. Your potter. Why? It's an onus. That's not, that's not my responsibility. I, I have no idea. I have no way. There, there's no um, negligence in my part whatsoever. But says the Gemara... Let's say Bezdin or, or the building department walks past your wall and says, listen, this wall is not very strong. You have one month. You got to cut it down. By August 1st, you got you to you take it down and fix it. And you didn't. And then it fell. So am I chayif? So it depends. If you have till August 1st, so if it fell before August 1st, not my problem. I, was, I have permission. I was told it's not dangerous till August 1st. If it fell after August 1st, then I'm chayv. So hechi dami. Enough, Lutech has man vezikim potter, lach has man chayv. 
So the case is where they told me I have to knock it down by August 1st. It's already past August 1st, and then it falls, so it's my negligence. I'm chayiv. That's the case of the mission, which is not exactly a tolda, but I'm chayiv. So the Gemara said, well, if you're mafkir, the items, let's say, let's say it didn't hurt someone while it's falling. The, the wall fell, and then someone tripped a day later. So are you mafkir, the pieces of brick and pieces of wood? That's a tolda bar. So why, why, why isn't that a told of bar? And even if you're not mafkarit, Shmuel still feels it's bar. So the question is, why isn't that a told of bar? The answer is, really, you're mafkarit. So why isn't it a told of bar? The reason it's not a told of bar is because bar, from the moment you dig it up, from the moment it's inception, it's dangerous. Over here, this wall was not dangerous. Dangerous for the first ten years that I used it, so it's not exactly a told of bar. Okay, but then you're going to say so it's not a told of bar. So what is it? Probably a told of shar because a shar is also not dangerous from the moment you buy it, right? The moment you buy a shar, it's not biting yet, it's not attacking yet, but it attacks later. But malushar yeah, but it's not similar to bar a shar because a shar attacks. So it's neither shar neither bar, but it's a tzada shar. Fine, that's that's the case of the gemara. Okay, two more quick Gemara, one more quick Gemara, and then we'll do uh, a Gemara that we've had a couple times throughout Shas already. Um, so the Gemara says like this, before we get to the main Gemara, the Gemara just has a quick syntax problem from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Kishahizik, when the animal does damage, Chav Hamazik, should be Chayiv, just this is especially a diktuk, Chayiv Hamazik, I'm obligated, Chav is, is more like a, like a Chav means uh, I, uh, it, the obligation happens. It's not like chayiv. Chayiv means I am chayiv. Chav is not exactly the type of lotion that the Gemara should use. The Gemara says, Why do you say the word chav? It should be chayiv. So, Amrav Yehuda, Amrav, Haitani Yerushalmi, the author of our Mishnah was from Yerushalayim, and in Yerushalayim, the Tani Lishna Klila, they used shortened. Uh, like slang, their slang was a little more shortened. As anyone who learns Yerushalmi, it's the words are a little bit different. So Chav was what they used to say in Yerushalayim. But you're right, if it was written uh, by a Rav in Bavel, he would have said Chayiv. So Chav and Mazik, that's just how the terminology, but it's the same, it's the same meaning. It's just how they talk. Check my other Go for but it. This, this, this Mishnah is a very, when they say Yerushalmi, is a very, very, very early Mishnah. Oh, it could be. No, no, Makes sense. from the time of the... Uh, by Shane. Yeah. Okay, okay. Very, very early Mishnah. Very possible. Very possible. Okay, now let's just finish up the daf. Now, this last sugya has to do with Metav Sadeyu. We know that you have to pay with the best, the choices of your land. This is a famous Machlaikis, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Kiva. Uh, whose Metav does it go by? So let, let's explain. Tan Rabbanan, Metav Sadeyu, right? You have to give the best of your land. The question is, Metav Karmi Shal, it's the Pasuk. Metav Sadeyu shall Nizik. Rabbi Shmuel says it goes by the damagee, meaning if my ox hurt your ox, I give you the best of your land. Okay? Rabbi Kiva says no. Rabbi Kiva says no. It's from the choice land of the damager, my best land. And that's true with Hegdish as well. Now, Hegdish we'll deal with tomorrow. That's tomorrow's daft, but... So there seems to be a machlekes between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva as to whose best land is it. Rabbi Shmuel says it's the best land of the damagee, and Rabbi Kiva says it's the best land of the damager. Now the question is, what exactly is the case? So the Gemara says like this. I mean, what is the machlekes about? 
Rabbi Shmuel, the Kavachav, Rabbi Shmuel. Now the Gemara understands Rabbi Shmuel is a little bit hard to understand. He's saying you go by the damage, the one who got hurt. You go by his best land. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. The Gemara understands what it means is like this. Now this would be very strange. The Gemara understands, let's say my ox destroyed one acre of swamp land. So Rabbi Shmuel says, you go by the best land of the damage. What that means is that if my ox damaged an acre of your swamp land, I don't pay you back the value of an acre of swamp land. I pay you back the value of an acre of the best land. Let's say the best land is, is, is grain. I give you back an acre of grain. Now the problem with that is that if I damaged, my animal damaged an acre of swamp land with $100, you tell me I don't pay back that, I pay back an acre of choice land, which is worth $10,000. So my animal damaged $100 worth and I'm paying back $10,000 worth? That doesn't make any sense. That, that can't be. No, but why? Why? Why would it be? The Pasuk says, Meitav today. It's not a Knast. The Pasuk says, Meitav. The Pasuk says, Meitav. It's not a Knast. It's a Torah. It's a biblical concept. It's a Knast. So if you want to say it's a Knast, it's one thing, but it's not the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, so the Gemara says, if it means literally, it means you always pay back with the choices of the Nizik. That means that if my animal, regardless of what it damaged, I'm going to give you your best land back. That could The price difference could be huge. So the Gemara says, it doesn't make any sense. So I, my animal destroyed garbage land, I should pay back the best land. So I'm Ravidi Baravin. No, that's not what it means. So Gemara's first attempt is also strange. The Gemara says, no. If it ate an acre of swampland, I don't have to pay back an acre of grain land. That doesn't make sense. The case is, my animal ate an acre of your land. We just don't know which one. So we go with the best. The problem is, that also doesn't make sense. Why? Because whenever there's a shaila of whether I'm obligated to pay, my animal destroyed an acre of your land. It could be swampland worth $100, it could be the best land worth $10,000. So I have to pay $10,000? I should not have to pay $10,000. It's a suffix. Listen, if I knew my animal ate swampland, I'm only paying $100. But now that we're not sure, I have to pay ten thousand. You prove to me that I have to pay. Why? Why do I have to pay ten thousand dollars? I don't know what my animal did. So rather, and this is the conclusion which you had a couple times throughout Chas Rev Acha Bar Yaakov. You know what the machlokes Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Kiva is as follows. The case is as follows. The case is. I'll go the opposite. Your animal caused damage to my fields. Okay? The Pasuk says you pay back the best land. Here's the case. I'm much poorer than you are. My best is equal to your worst. So you dam- my, your animal damaged $10,000 worth of, of land by me. So you pay the best. Now the question is, who's best? My best land is equal to your worst land. So you have two choices. You either give me... $10,000 worth of your worst. But wait a minute, I thought it's Metav. The answer is, it is Metav. Because your worst is my best. That's the Shita of Ravi Shmuel. Ravi Shmuel says, Nizik, you go with the damage. If the damage, if his best land is equal to your worst, then you could give me your worst land worth $10,000. Ravi Kiva disagrees. He says, no, we got to punish you. Ravi Kiva says, you don't give me your worst land for $10,000. You find the parcel land of your best worth $10,000 and give it to me. So that's the Machlaikas. Huh? But it's Metav. It's it's not. The original was that 
if I damage an acre of swampland, I'm I'm paying for an acre of 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 grain. That's not what's happening here because that's a huge price difference. I'm getting paid ten thousand dollars. I did ten thousand dollars damage. I'm I got ten thousand dollars worth of damage. I'm getting ten thousand dollars back. The question is: Is Gavin giving me a large parcel of his cheap land or a small parcel of his better land? But ten thousand dollars is all he's paying. He's not paying more than the damage. We originally thought he was paying more than damage. That's not what's happening. He is giving me ten thousand dollars of his land. The question is: The pasuk says he has to give me the best land. The question is: Does that mean his best or the equal to my best? My best is equal to his cheapest. So he could, according to Rabbi Shmuel, he can give me $10,000 of his cheapest land, his swamp land. I, the pus says best, this is my best. Rabbi Kiva says no, he's got to give me $10,000 worth of his best land, which will obviously be a much smaller parcel of land. Why would Rabbi Kiva say this what you have? Because the Pusik says, Metav Sadeu, you got to give the best of the damager. Your best is the best, you got to give it to me. Rabbi Shmuel says no, Metav Sadeu Shal Nizik, you're giving the best of my land. Everyone agrees to giving the best. The question is, who's best? Is it the damage or the damager? So the Gemara says like this. I want to just one question. So Rabbi says that there is no, um, um, uh, uh, there's no penalty. And everyone agrees that the person, it's not a penalty. Everyone agrees that I. If, you, if I'm giving you land, my land that's worth more than your land, that's penalty. But you're giving I'm me a smaller extra. parcel. You're not giving me more money than my actual. Is, is the value of the land the thing? Correct. Yes, is I'm getting. T- correct. I'm getting ten thousand dollars worth of land because that's what was damaged no, in my. It's, it's going to be smaller. The question is, am I giving you more? Exactly, exactly. So the Gemara says like this, The case is where the person who got hurt, his best is equal to the damager's worst. And the Machlokas is, what land does the damager give? Rabbi Shmuel says the damager gives his cheapest. I, the Pasuk is Meitav, the answer is his cheapest is equal to his best. Rabbi Kiva says, no, you have to give your best. And your best, yes, you'll give a much smaller parcel of land. I understand that, but you have to give your best. Rabbi, what's, the, what's the source in the Pasuk? My time with Rabbi Shmuel, what's Rabbi Shmuel's reasoning that you go by the Nizik and his best, even if it's the damager's worst? Because it says the word Sadeh by the case of damaging. And it says Sadeh by the word, by the by the concept of payment. Just like when it comes to the damage Nizik, it's talking about the damage That's what the context of the Pasuk. So to when it comes to payment, the Nizik, you go by the damage uh, field. Rav Akiva says no. Mm-hmm. You give the best, you shall pay. Rav Akiva says the poship shot of the pasuk is the person who's paying gives his best. So in this case, yes, my best is equal to his worst, but he's got to give me his best. So Rav Akiva says the poship shot of the pasuk. Rav Yishmael has a gzirishav. I understand that that you go by the nizik. But Rav Akiva says the poship shot of the pasuk is like me. So how does Rav Yishmael respond? The Gemara says Rav Yishmael ahani gzirishav ahani krav. Rav Yishmael says we both could be right. Meaning the gzirishav says that in this scenario you give. The, your cheapest, which is my best. I, the Pasuk, implies that you give your best. I'll tell you when you give your best. Very simple. Two different cases. You have best, middle, worst. Your worst is equal to my best. So according to Rishmal, you give your worst because that's equal to my best. What if your worst, you only have best and worst. You don't have a middle ground. You have two. My best is in between. So because it's in between, you can't give me your cheapest because it's not. That's when you go your best. 
So says Rabbi Shmuel, there are scenarios where you're going to give your best, and that is when my best is not equal to your worst. It's in between. If it's equal to your worst, you can give me your worst. But if it's in between, you can't give me something that's less than that. You, then you go up. The point is, then you round up. The point is, Rabbi Shmuel says, in general, you can give the Nizik's uh, best if that's, just one second, let me finish the daf and then we'll talk. If finish the Nizik's best if that's equal to your worst. So I, the, the Pasuk implies that you give your best. You'll give your best if, if my best is in between your worst and your best. Then you'll go up, you'll round up. That's a scenario Well, you would give you your best. But if it equals out exactly that your worst is equal to my best, you can give me your worst. If it's not equal, it's in between, then you got to go up. That, that, that's the both sukkim could be right. So the Gemara says, and we'll end with this. And the case is my best is not equal to your worst, but it's not equal to your best. It's in between. And that you can't say take my worst because my best is not equal to your worst. Therefore, you have to give me your best. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow with the with the cutchin part.